Welcome to the Purpose Podcast, where we journey to purpose together. And I'm your host, Dr. Jad. And with me today, I have Amara Aji. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you realize that she's episode 0.5. And because I put her on the spot for episode 0.5, I decided that she should be our finale so that she can (laughs) actually answer the questions in a real way um, and not be just thrown into the fire. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about Miss Omara Aji. She is an asset manager for a real estate company in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Also, she is a growing real estate investment mogul. Okay, do you hear that? A mogul, okay. And she is also passionate about creating music that makes people grow to love themselves and others. And the theme song for our season, Sunrise, was written, produced, well, not produced, written and performed by Miss Amara Aji. So if you want to look up that song, it is on iTunes. It is called Sunrise by Amara Aji. And we are thankful that she allowed us to use that song this season. And we're looking forward to more music from her. Hi, Amara. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing really well. How are you? I'm good. Are you excited about doing like the podcast for real this time? For real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so. But then in my mind, I'm like, it's gonna be any different. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you to throw <laughs> questions at me, like real questions. You know, not that those weren't real questions, but anyway, yes, questions. I'm excited. You just get you know more preparation. I did you like I did everybody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's the same question. All right, cool. Um, So we'll just get started as usual. And the first question is, what does purpose mean to you? So I don't know if my answer has changed. It'd be interesting to go back and listen to it. But I would say purpose to me um, means, oh, it's still the same. So I still feel like purpose is the, where you feel in inclined to go or be kind of like your life's direction and your yeah kind of like your life's direction not necessarily like a place or a hobby or you know doing something it's just like your life's direction like your placement in life so okay cool no it's that's fine you okay with vague you. <laughs> so when you say your life direction, I guess my question is, does someone point you there or you point yourself? So is it self-directed? Okay. I think it could be both because we don't really, as much as we'd like to, we don't really operate outside of external um, influence. And so it's amazing. I mean, I think I was watching like a documentary last night on the birth or like the beginning of EDM and how like basically it came from disco, black, black musicians, black DJs and, their, and disco. And um, anyway, and so this one guy is saying like, oh, you know, I was 14 years old and I got snuck into a club and my life changed after that. And it's like, he wasn't supposed to be there per se. Yeah. Um, he illegally was there, you know, he could have been at home playing video games or watching, you know, whatever. But someone externally, someone decided like, no, you need to be here, you know, and it completely changed the whatever he was thinking about his life completely changed after that. 
And then he became one of the most top performing DJs in the world, realizing like, this is where I need to be. This is the direction that I need to go. So I guess that's why I feel like it can be, it can be both. I mean, it's often by mistake that, or maybe by someone else's inclination of how they feel about you, that they'll pull you or they tug you in a certain direction. And when you find yourself in that space and you're like, oh wait, this is, yeah, like this is, yes. You know, then you choose that direction and you, and you kind of take over from there. That's cool. So um, is there a story similar to the DJs in your life? Like someone threw you in the fire and now you're like, oh, okay. Or did you like gradually, you know, move somewhere or I'm just, you know what? Yes. So um, my family, I come from a family that's, you know, very entrepreneurial and I, and also very artsy, but growing up, I didn't see that. And so I kind of felt like the oddball. Um, so I was always finding myself like fighting between, you know, focusing on math and school, which I loved. And then also like playing music or writing plays and stuff like that. Um, and so for the longest time, like, you know, my mom kind of pushed me to hold on to the arts and hold on to like, you know, yeah, just hold on to that. And my dad was just kind of like, you know, I didn't understand it in the beginning, but he was just kind of like, we don't have time for that. Like, you need to like focus on school. You need to focus, you need to get at the chess club. You need to like do all these things, you know? <laughs> and yeah, which was fun actually. <laughs> I love chess club, Woo. Um, Anyway, so, so I grew up and, you know, choosing a major, doing all that stuff. It was just hard. But I would say overall, like all the degrees that I have, I still landed right back where I was avoiding, which was real estate. I avoided real estate like the plague because I was like, no, I'm going to pave my own path. And real estate doesn't allow me to be creative. You know, it doesn't allow me to do what I want to do. And it's just so far from the truth. So tugging from my parents, tugging from my family, um, tugging from friends, you know, and from myself, like kind of letting myself, being honest with myself, I think. I was able to get into a space that I thought would be uncomfortable, that I thought I didn't belong in. And then immediately realized, actually, this is exactly where I belong. And mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's not permanent for me here. I, the whole Amara doesn't have to be stuck in this place. Amara can be placed in multiple settings and still thrive. And so that's why I feel even more in love with what I'm doing because I have the freedom to grow as a real estate investor and grow as an asset manager and also the freedom to grow as a musician and grow and collaborate with other, with other artists, you know, and there, there's nothing, there's nothing binding me, but myself, if I choose to. So. <clears throat> I think it's dope that you brought up um, yourself in that. So like, cause I think a lot of people do that. Like my dad wants me to do this. My mom wants me to do this. I don't want to do that anymore. Like a lot of people do that. But I think it's interesting that you brought up yourself. Like I was fighting myself, the things that I felt like, cause your definition says that we're inclined to, right? In the direction that we're pointed to. So even the direction like you pointed yourself in somewhat, you were fighting. Yeah. Um, can you speak like just a little bit more to that? Cause I know you're not the only person. Like I know there's someone listening that's like, I really feel like I should be doing this. This feels like my life work, but no, 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 no. Because of this, 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 and this. Can you speak to that, um, please? <laughs> 
I can try to. Um, I, I'm still kind of in it, but I think, um, you know how you're like, I don't know how to, nah, let me not, that's a horrible analogy. Anyway, I'm still kind of in it, but um, I think I'm further along than I, than I realized before this conversation. <laughs> Honestly, everyone has to have that war with themselves mm-hmm. because you're, you're not going to figure out if you're a victor over your fears or a victor over your own like self-criticism or whatever until you face that war. And one thing that I realized recently was that I, for, for some things, like I have this thing where I'm just like waiting for other people to convince me of something that I already believe, you know, and I, I already know, but it's like hard for me to believe. And there's no time for that. <laughs> like yeah. there's no time for that. People are already fighting their own war. <laughs> they have their own stuff going on. Like, so I would just say like, stop waiting around for a sign, stop waiting a while around, a wound, stop waiting, waiting around for someone to convince you, you know, for someone to push you because that person who's coming along, who may even be the sign may not even have the strength to push you. They could literally mm-hmm. just say, yeah, I think you should do this. And, and because you hear they're like, Oh, that's not good enough. I need, I need, no, like you need to be, you're the director of your life. Like you are. And if you're afraid of like, you know, seeing, of making that decision, you have to look at life as this and ask questions like, what's the worst that can happen? And then answer those yeah. questions. Like for me, for music, you know, for the longest time, I couldn't ask myself, what's the worst that can happen? Huh? Because I just was mortified. You know, I was like, well, I don't sound like this. I don't sound like that. I'm not a real R&B singer. There was no, at the time that I was creating music, there was no genre for me, you know? And so I just, I felt like I needed to fit into a genre. And, and I still struggle with that thought sometimes, but it's just encouraging to see so many. <laughs> so I'm only laughing because when you release Sunrise, you literally text me and was like, what genre should I put <laughs> Yeah, because I'm just, I'm just like, I just like music. And I, I, have a, I have a particular, not sound, but a particular like tone that I gravitate towards and a particular style that I gravitate towards, even the people that I listen to. And those people, they don't fit into genres. And I think like, I need to be okay with that. Like, I just yeah. need to be okay with that. And they're, us- they're usually not female. So that was another thing was like, <laughs> you know, whatever. Anyway, enough about that. So, so for someone who's struggling with, with, with that, with trying to figure out like, man, I know this is where I need to go. Or Oh, there's this thing that won't leave me alone. Like I'm, I'm always interested in encoding, or I'm always interested in like whatever. But I just in, in, in social entrepreneurship. But I just oh, no, 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 no. That's not going to make me money. That's not going to whatever. Dude, you are putting the limitation on yourself. Go and find the outliers. Go on YouTube. Go search for podcasts and find or or look, you know, at publications, magazines. Look for people who are outliers who decided to do the thing, something similar to what you're doing. That's actually something that I learned from Prosper Projects. Prosper Projects taught me with a nonprofit organization that I'm starting um, is that your idea, it's okay like for your idea to feel foreign or to feel weird. It's still an idea, but you need to do research and you need to figure out like, are there other people that are doing something similar? Because oftentimes when you see that, you will feel encouraged to like move forward with your idea, even if it's different. And then the thing about it being different makes it competitive and you, you finesse that and you make that, you know, a more powerful, 
entity or whatever than than anyone else can because you've decided this is different and this is why and th- and this is why there's value in it and so I would say that for anyone who feels like they can't make a decision ask yourself on both sides like what's the worst that can happen I get humiliated it I it turns out I I don't know I can't say no more you know whatever okay that's great can you still play the guitar <laughs> like yeah can you still you know, there's so many other, there's so many other avenues to do. It's just like when people say, I want to help people. Sorry, I feel like I'm on a tangent. But when I was pre-med, I took a class, a pre-health professions class, which basically saved my life. I wasn't going to be no doctor, um, at least, <laughs> at least on the body, like in a health sense, I'll probably be a doctor in a musician sense. But he was like, you know, a lot of people that come into this, into this field or whatever, into this major, um, <clears throat> they say things like, I just want to help people. And he was just basically like, this class is for you to decide if this is how you want to help people. And I didn't really understand, but after, the, the, after that class ended, like after the semester, I just realized that like, I think because of what we see, we just choose what, what, what we see. We don't necessarily we don't necessarily have the context or the bravery to choose something that hasn't been seen yet. So, oh, doctors help people, I'll do that. Oh, teachers help people, I'll do that, you know? What about, oh, like I can create, you know, I can create bottles out of cardboard. Nobody's doing that, but I think that'll help us because plastic, you know, I don't know, you know what I mean? So it's just like redefining what you want and redefining the direction that you want to go and stop making it so generic because when it gets, when it's too generic, you find yourself being lost, I feel, or comparing yourself to other people or just tapping out. But if you identify like, actually, I can go in this direction and I can do this and I think I'll be okay and try it, just try it, just do it, you know? And then see what happens because life is short. Life is short. And that's what I'm telling myself. I'm, I was always afraid of just trying stuff as spontaneous as I am. I was always afraid of trying stuff because I'm in a family of like, like perfectionists, you know, and everyone has all the answers. But I'm also in a family of people who have tried everything and then figured out what's worked for them. And they've all had their failures. And guess what? They're still alive. They're actually still alive. <laughs> <laughs> they're, better than, they're better than before. So it was I think you. that's why they have all the answers though. Because they've tried every like they've asked every question. Right. Like I think you don't oh I need to write that down somewhere. Quote me. Um, I think they have, <laughs> I think yeah, for real. I think they have all of the answers because they've asked every question. Um and one of the things that you said was like do like kind of what your imagination this is what I took from what you said, doing what your imagination kind of leads you. And as a purpose coach, that's one of the things that I ask people, like, what did you want to do when you were little? Like as a kid, before you got jaded by somebody in junior high telling you your shoes ugly, you know what I'm saying? Like what (laughs) was the thing that you were always drawn to? And that may not be your purpose, but I think it could lead you to your purpose, right? Like, uh, I don't remember who, it's a pocket. I don't know. I heard this story basically where this young boy was like, Yeah, I like sports a lot. And my mom wants me to play baseball, but I don't want to play baseball. Like, I don't want to play baseball. But now he's like a sports manager, right? Because he's always been drawn to sports, but 
but he never really was in love with playing. He was good, but it wasn't like, I mean, I just play because I know I'm good. I don't play because I'm passionate about it. But now he's a manager. He's like, man, this is what I really wanted to do, you know? And I think it can always be a starting point of like my love for this thing can be a starting point for what my purpose is. And like you said, the normal thing is you're good at baseball, play baseball. But that wasn't his thing. Even though he was good, he was talented, he got a scholarship. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't what his purpose was. And I'm not right. saying career is your purpose, blah, blah, blah. But, like, yeah. his passion did not lie in playing baseball. It, it lied in making deals for people. You know, yeah. like, making sure that they're straight. And I think we have to allow ourselves that freedom to think outside of, even though I'm good at this, mm-hmm. is it what I'm meant to do? <clears throat> um, and I think that's interesting that you have gotten to that place where it's like, no, like I can help people through real estate. I can build a low income, whatever. And now four families have somewhere to live. I am helping people. Um, so yeah, that's dope. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. Any other um, thoughts or questions <laughs> or concerns or tidbits you wanted to say before we move on? No, I was just going to piggyback off of what you were saying um, about, you know, thinking outside the box. And one thing that for, like I said, being in my family and they have all the answers, they've tried a lot of things based off of their own drive, their own inclination, what, what they're passionate about, or I don't want to say passion because some people don't have that feeling or that tug, but just whatever, whatever. Um, but I just want to caution people to remember that as much as you're around people who have all the answers, they don't have your answer. They don't have mm. your answer. And like, the way that you're thinking about things, like we're all wired differently on purpose, purpose, on purpose. And so literally the way that you think about something, yeah, maybe it needs some refinement, but like they, they don't have your answer. So thinking outside of the box literally is the thing to do if you're finding that nobody like, except for like these outliers can understand where you want to go, you know, that's just what I want to say. I can attest to that with Prosper Project because like project management isn't new, but the way I'm choosing to do it is new. I don't have a PMP. I literally learned project management by managing projects, right? (laughs) And I was just kind of like, this is how I do it. This is how I carve it out. This is how I teach people to do it. And I think when I first started, it was hard for me to start because I wasn't starting a t-shirt business where I could look and see like, okay, this is how you create a t-shirt business. I wasn't starting a hair care line where I could be like, okay, this is like, I literally was right. like, this is an idea and we're going to go with it and we're going right. to hope that it works. And I'm still refining. It's way more defined than it was three years ago. But in that, I think part of the issue for me was that there was no one around me doing anything similar. And yeah. I think when that happens, especially when it comes to purpose, we, we doubt it. And we say, well, maybe that's not what it is. And you know, you know me personally. Like, there were days where I was like, man, forget Prosper Project. I'm about to go give me a job. I don't have time for this. <laughs> and the tug, like you talked about at the beginning, the tug is always towards Prosper. The tug is always towards, like, now this podcast. Talking to people about their purpose, right? That's always mm-hmm. the tug, always the bent. And I think we do have to stop fighting ourselves. Um, 
because there's someone listening. I'm telling you, there's someone listening that's like, <laughs> man, I am bit toward this thing. I have been fighting myself for however many years mm-hmm. because my family says that's not a real job or because my or real I don't have job the credentials. I don't have the credential. I ain't got no PMP. <laughs> Let me say that again. I have no project <laughs> management. What is it? PMP, project management. I don't know what the last P is. Professional. Anyway, I'm not certified. Maybe professional. Know. I don't have that. <laughs> uh, but God is still God. And he's still opening doors. And there are, um, yeah, like there are opportunities coming my way that I never thought would be coming because I chose to walk into my purpose. So I said all that to say, people that are listening, if you choose to walk into your purpose, things will show up um, for you. And we'll be and provided I think, for you. And when you say that, like when you choose to walk into your purpose, I bet like if if someone's like, but what if I don't know what that is? Or what if I don't, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, I just I just have a feeling that doesn't mean that that's my purpose. I think like literally the the point of this is like, just go towards that. It's like a light. Yeah. It's like a light that's shining, trying to get your attention. Just go towards it. It's shining. Yeah. Ooh, let's see what, what happens. Just go towards yeah. it. You won't die. This and I think every... This is kind of a prelude to next season. <laughs> so y'all should come back in February. But I don't think everyone has a defining moment. Like for some people, it really was, oh, I just started walking in this direction and things found me. Um, There are people like the guy you talked about earlier who went to, like knows, I went to this club at 14. I saw this thing. I began to pursue it. That's not everybody's journey. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to be walking towards that feeling and being like, I mean, I'm drawn to drawing. I doodle a lot. <laughs> right? You know, like, I just doodle when I'm bored. I'm pretty good at it. So yeah. I tried to sell a print and it's old. Right? And it's okay for that to be your journey. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay for you to do 10 prints before you even start selling because you're like, I don't know. But like, it does, <laughs> like, as long as you're going in that general direction, I feel like you'll figure out along the way what is your purpose. I agree. So don't be looking for like this dynamic, like, and then your purpose. From the clouds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it falls from the clouds and you're like, oh, thank you. I've been waiting my whole life. Yeah, like it doesn't happen like that for everybody. Um, Actually, and you know what? For me. It doesn't, ha- and most of the, the innovators that we know today, it happened by mistake, literally. Yeah. It, it ha- they were looking for something completely different and it happened by mistake and they were like, wait, this is fire. I'm going to do this. So, like, be okay with making mistakes. And that's something that I have to tell myself too. Like there's something that I did. I was just playing around with my, um, my digital audio workstation and I made a mistake in a beat. And I was like, Oh, it's not playing though. <laughs> and then it like, I was like, Oh, I can do this, this. And it just, it literally blew off the cap that I had on like, no, it needs to be like this and like that. And blah, blah, blah. so anyway, mistakes are welcome in life. Like, they're just as influential. Bro, I'm going to make a work Wednesday off of it. And I'm going to give you credit, but... Whatever! It's going to be at the very end. Amara thinks I steal all her quotes, which I don't. Like, I literally don't. But for some reason, she's always like, I said that. And I'm like, actually, I said that within the conversation. You just agreed. But okay. Anyway, so the next question is, what fear do you associate with your purpose? So, um... So funny. So it it used to be 
the fear of success. I don't know what it is now. And it's actually, this is really weird because I haven't really talked, I haven't thought about this until, I mean, before, you know, since our last conversation. But I would say it used to be the fear of success. Like, what does it look like to, I don't know, be responsible for all of these things and people and their feelings and their whatever, desires, demands, da, da, da. But I don't feel that way anymore. And so I'm trying, I don't know. I would say right now, honestly, I can't pinpoint an exact fear, which is wild, wild, okay? But I'll say that um, the things that do come up are, you know, instead of the fear of being successful, it's now like, it's just like this, do I have enough ambition to, to actualize what I want? Yeah. Do I have enough ambition? Do I have enough motivation? Can I push myself to actualize what I want? Yeah. And I don't think that's, that's a fear. Like, I don't that's know. Dope. I think it's like, yeah. Okay, sorry. I'll stop talking. No, you can go. Sorry. You can go. No, no. I think, I think, I mean, I think there's been a complete mindset shift, um, which is kind of wild, but yeah. So yeah, that that's what it is. It's not really a fear. It's kind of like a apprehension like I really hope that I I really hope that I can can actualize this and make sure that I have the tools to do it so um I think because I know you personally like that is like 20 times better than where we were like bro it's actually crazy I'm thinking about it I'm like I'm not afraid anymore I actually don't care about what happens, which is also really cool for someone who grew up, you know, with perfectionists. Like, I don't care. I actually don't care what happens. I just want to, I just want to actualize what I want. Like, I just want to, yeah, I just want to be in, I want to participate. Like, I don't want for things to happen to me or for me to just like, oops, and slip into, you know, the magic school, but I don't know. Like, I, I want to participate and I want to like reap the benefit of the sweat and the hard work and then also like making the mistakes and 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 choosing to like go down this this road and I think I've never thought that way before so prayer works y'all meditation prayer works (laughs) come on um do you think that you feel this way because your purpose is more defined now um when you were more like fighting yourself and fighting the family legacy and fighting, you know, all these other things. Do you think that it was kind of, um, it's harder to be in this place? That's a question, not a statement. Yeah, I, I think, I wouldn't say, well, yeah. So I think um, it's easier for me now, or I have had a mindset shift because not necessarily that things have been, yeah, I will say I, I chose to define them. So I took what was fuzzy and I forced them to become clear, you know, like, and not necessarily like finite, right? Like I'm not cutting off. And I think that's something that I have to stress because people always think that they have to just do one thing. I think we, we, we come from, you know, our parents and their parents who were just very like one track, you know? And, and then maybe our parents did like one or two things, 
and then something on the side, maybe, you know? And now we, this generation, like, we literally do whatever we want. We do, and we want to become masters of like at least three or four things and then have some stuff on the side. So for me, it's like this repetitive fight to remember that I'm not stuck here. Like, I don't have to be stuck anywhere. You know, there's, there's, there's a path and the path is wide enough for all of me, you know, wherever I'm going. And so I think taking those things that are fuzzy, that were fuzzy, the things that I was avoiding, real estate, all that stuff, and making them become clear, like, yes, I can do this. Let's just try it. Okay, I'm great at this. Do I have to forsake this? No, I don't. I can do this part-time. Wow, this is actually working, you know? I think that's what, I think that's what's made it easier. I think the um, all or nothing mentality that you were speaking of, again, that's what I gathered from what you're saying. Um, that all or nothing mentality is what stops a lot of people from pursuing um, the thing that we've been discussing, like that thing. I don't know why. I feel like this episode's for that person that's just like, yeah, I'm good. You know, it's cool that everyone else is in that purpose, but I'm going to sit right here where the paycheck is or where I'm comfortable. Um, but I think that all or nothing is what stops it I'm a part of a mentor group where he um um my mentor uh shout out to Marcus Rozier one of the things he says is uh one thing he says is help me help you make money which I'm not good at that I'm not help, good at helping him help me make money anyway the second thing that he says is that we want to work ourselves out of a job um and that could be your full-time job or where you are in your company now so that like I'm not doing the things that I'm doing this time next year. And it's just an interesting like thought process. Like it's okay to start your whatever on the side and only work on it two hours a night and see where that gets you. And then when you're to a certain point, you may add a different, another hour and then you might make some more money or you may reach these, you know, and I think that we don't think of it that way. Um, and I also think we think of, as time as it is finite so I don't want to say it's not finite but I think we think of time in a this or that um instead of a what can I be doing as well right like yeah I don't have time yeah. as like as my clients it's like their biggest excuse and I all I do this activity I'm not gonna tell y'all the activity but we find time and I'm always like what do you mean you don't have time right like the like I think that we we just can't it's hard to imagine ourselves outside of the life that we have today yes we can hope yes. it we can dream it we can imagine it but it's like yeah some people don't even yeah. hope it dream it or imagine it it's just kind of like where I am today is all I have and I think that um being able to see yourself fully realized in your purpose fully mm -hmm. working in your purpose fully being a full person, a whole person within that purpose, I think yeah. visualizing and and I hate it because people are like, that's just so new agey, that's so, you know, whatever. But I'm like, no, like that works. Like seeing yourself where you want to be yeah. um, will make you make unconscious decisions towards that. It's just a new um, word for the same thing that, that people have been doing for generations, yeah. years. It's just a new word. It's just like pulling on this freaking documentary, EDM was house music was disco like it's a new word and because it because it, it got a new title or a new name it you know it changed the game for a lot of people and it had a new following or whatever it's the same it's like the same yeah. it's the same thing so yeah I I definitely 
agree with you. Visualization is key. And it's like, it doesn't have to be a hoopla hippie event. Like it's literally about the mind, the power of the mind that we have. Like, and I think that's why I'm so drawn to purpose being a direction and not a fixed thing, you know? Yeah. That's why we say the journey. Um, yeah and I call myself like a purpose cultivator and educator because I don't think that I think you could cultivate it like um and JP JP Davis JP Davis's Davis anyway his podcast that's the one thing he talked about because I was just like well what if you're not good at it and he was like but if it's really my purpose I'm gonna work to make sure I'm good at it and I was like yo that makes sense like if I'm like with this podcast like I (laughs) I didn't know nothing about podcasting, but I'm figuring it out along the way. Like I'm asking people questions. I'm, I'm talking to other podcasters. What equipment do you have? What do you use? You know, um, so that I learn so I can be my very best. I mean, each season is going to get gooder and gooder because I'm taking the time <laughs> to um, learn. And I think that it's okay to say, I don't know. And I think that's something else that people struggle with. Like I'm supposed to just know, like my first podcast, we were, what were we doing? I don't even remember. We were just Oh, like- I tell you, we were on the bed. Okay. First of all, she was like, I think I'm gonna start a podcast. Oh, okay. Okay, guys, welcome to and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm recording. <laughs> what? This is we just gonna test it. We just gonna test it. Oh, okay. That's literally <laughs> and the thing about you that I love, and the thing, and this is why, like, you know, in the beginning, I don't even think that you thought, like, oh, this podcast is gonna be like an extension of da 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 or whatever. In fact, I think you wanted to separate the two, yeah. right? Like, yeah. And it's just so funny because like I saw, I, I just love that. Again, it's that same thing. It's a random thought. Oh, I'm going to try this. And then you, which I love, which is the reason why I love that you're leading this podcast is because you are an example of someone who jumps into things and like you, maybe you're afraid of making a mistake, but you're more afraid of missing out. And so you jump into it and you, you learn along the way and you teach people along the way and you like make people realize like, yo, it's okay to not know everything. Just like you said, it's okay to figure things out along the way. But also what I love is that the things that you tend to jump into still align almost perfectly with the direction that you feel led to go. And it's, it never seems like it in the beginning. It's never, it's always like, this is random, but then it ends up being like just another branch, almost like, you know, a tree that's growing and growing like more limbs and stuff still one tree that purpose still one tree with many different branches all serving the same like doing you know so that's what i that's what i love about about this i appreciate it i appreciate it no it's fine you know i get awkward oh um like I love that I'm one thing I love about this podcast I talk to different people with different purposes with different thought processes around purpose and one of my friends um Cece shout out to Cece she's I don't know episode early um and one of the things that she talked about was how all these things didn't feel like they that she was in love with didn't feel like they um aligned and it's crazy because my brain literally was like no they do because you make things beautiful and she was like what and I was like yeah like think about because I think it was like doing hair singing and like helping kids or something like that and I was like no like 
when you do people's hair, you make them beautiful. When you sing a song, it's beautiful. And like you're creating like a beautiful space for these kids and she's a teacher. And I think that goes along to this analogy of this tree, right? Like, and I think we, again, like to bog ourselves down with my tree must be here and it must look like this and it must whatever. But it's like, honestly, you can uproot your tree and move it to Alaska, you know, and like still be the same tree. You know, and I think we just have to, well, maybe not last because it may not last. I was, but like, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Get some water, it's a sunshine. But the point I'm trying to make is you can move your tree. Like, I think we make things so permanent when it comes to purpose that it's like, like this podcast isn't going to be forever. It may be five years. And then I move on to something else. I'm not bogged down. Like I'm not locked into anything. And I think when we travel, yeah, travel down this path to purpose, uh, we have to realize that it is a road. And that what you saw yesterday, you will not see tomorrow because you're still moving. Yeah, and you will not see, like, you'll see something different a year from now because we're still moving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any other thing? before I get nope. awkward again. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> so the last main question is, what's one thing you should be doing that you aren't and why? Hmm. One thing that I should be doing that I'm not is acting like I'm already where I want to be. And the reason why I'm not doing that is because Ooh, I... That's so good. <laughs> well, the thing is, you hear... I, I mean, when you listen to, like, people talk about how they made it, or you listen... I don't know. It's kind of along the same lines of, like, oh, like, fake it till you make it, whatever, which I hate, absolutely hate. But there's a difference between, like, faking it till you make it and believing that you're going to be there and just assuming that position today. You know, and for me, like that I think I needed so to. Good. I'm sorry, I, I keep going, but that is bars. But I'm sorry, it's just so good. <laughs> keep going. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just think for me and for people who are like me, I know, I know this world is filled with different people, but for people like me who need a why to their movement, I think assuming, like, changing your mind to, um, sorry. <clears throat> I think for people like me, changing your mind to, you know, to a different, to assume a different thought like that, you know, helps. I can't, people used to say, oh, you just got to fake it till you make it. And I, I just, ugh, ugh, ugh. Like, I was just like appalled and like, why would you ever fake anything? But for me, you know, um, anyway, yeah, that, that's important. So that's one thing that I should be doing is assuming the position that I, I believe that I'm going to have and just assuming it today. And the reason why I'm not doing it is because I'm still, so that's one of the things I'm still battling with is, you know, do I have the, can I be audacious enough to do that? Do I have the audacity to, you know, to assume that person, to assume that identity when I don't have X, Y, and Z, you know, and just mostly convincing myself on a daily basis, like, yes, you you can be audacious because it is only people who are bold who get what they want. I mean, life isn't handed to you like that, you know? So. Um, that's just so good. 
Like so so good. Like and I think I think why you let me not put words in your mouth. But for me, it feels like fake it till you make it isn't intentional. And you're an intentional person. Yes. So when people say like fake it till you make it, like that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would I do that? Right. But the way you say it in that I am assuming the position that I want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you start a race. Right, everyone has to put their feet in the little things. I never ran a race in my life. Uh, <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? The little thingies, little thingies you put your feet in, you know, <laughs> and they put their fingers on a little mark. You know, like you have to assume the position to be ready to run. Um, I actually had a trainer who used to be so mad because he'd be like, "Y'all are not in position." When I say go, you need to start going. You're not getting in position when I say go. You know, um, and it's really like there's a difference right? You lose time when you do that. You know, like being in position to shoot off when it's your turn, whenever that comes around, it's so important. And faking it till you make it does not sound the same as that. Um, and it may, yeah. people may be doing that. Um, they may be, but it's not, it doesn't seem as intentional. And I think when it comes to our purpose, we want to be intentional. And I think the way you explained it um, is so much better. I had a mentor when I was at Xavier. Um, who actually is the reason I became Dr. Jazz. So shout out to Mr. Williams. Um, And he said, Lord, let me make sure this is him or somebody else. I think it was him. (laughs) (laughs) It may be, it may have been the person that had a job for. No, it was him. He said he actually took his boss's um, card, like her card with her name and her position. He marked out her name and wrote his. Because he was like, I'm going to have this job one day. And he ended up having it. And now I'm in grad school. It's great. Um, yeah. And I think that that's dope. Like that you, you wanted to, he wanted to see himself in this position. And there was a tangible card with his name, with the position. And it's not about her, right? In any shape, form, or fashion. It's nothing to do with her. It has to do with him and him seeing his name by that position. Um, and he got the position and we're great. Um, but I think that visualizing yourself assuming the position because i think that is dope that's gonna be another work wednesday and i'll i'm gonna give it to you too just so you know telling y'all telling y'all should be stealing the sound bites <laughs> it's okay i don't i don't though but anyway i'm going to give that one to you as well uh, but assuming the position definitely is what can change the whole game um and i think we have to not necessarily fake it till we make it but look the part. Like at HBCU, um, they're a little bit more intentional than PWIs. I'm saying this because you went to Baylor. Um, there would be like days of the week that we were supposed to wear business attire. Um, I don't remember what it was. But I think it was like Tuesday. That's wild. Where they just like, you don't have to. The business school had to. If you were in a business school, you had to. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the school is kind of like, I mean, if you feel like it, like on Tuesdays, wear it because you have to assume the position. Um, and I think, Man, that's just so good. Like being able to say, I am going to, like, even when you told me you were going to a growing real estate mogul, I've never heard you say that. And I was like, yes, you are, friend. Yes, you are. You are a growing real estate investment mogul. I am. Yeah. And I think hearing yourself say that will be like, now I'm more intentional. I'm looking at properties. I'm, I'm going, you know, I'm driving around figuring out what I need, things like that. I think that that's dope. Um, that you can do it with no fear because it's something that you're traveling to. It's not a destination yeah. that you have made it to. Um, and I think that, yeah, that was just good. Okay. That was good. 
It's going to be a work Wednesday. I'm going to say my friend Amara said, so don't worry. Okay? <laughs> don't worry. Uh, I'm going to even say she hates faking till you make it. I got you. I'm, I got you. I'm not going to do that. I don't like to steal. I like to give credit where credit's due. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to um, see what happens next as you continue to assume the position. Um, even in the, the real estate company that you work in, like what does it mean to assume a higher position or, you know, even when you're not getting paid to do it or whatever, like, this is dope. This is exciting. Y'all need to check it out tomorrow. Okay. When she drops some more music <laughs> and she own half of Dallas. <laughs> Tell her not to forget me when she reads. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, my last question, which you kind of alluded to the whole time is what is your purpose? Um, I think, well, so my purpose at least the parts of it that I've defined that I've clarified is to it for me. Um, I think I've, I've always been a person that <clears throat> creates um, space for people. Like I'm, I'm, I am passionate about creating, you know, certain types of environments. And so, and I do that. I do that with real estate. I work for a real estate company that specializes in affordable housing and we build, I mean, our products are um, funded by tax credits um, <clears throat> and by, you know, lend, you know, private loans. And the goal is to build beautiful products like you would find any, any conventional property to build um, a high quality product, but provide it to people who are marginalized and create that, <clears throat> excuse me, that environment for them that you know, invokes peace and safety and belonging. I do that with my music too. I, I am very atmospheric in the way that I um, think about music. And so if I can create an environment that allows people to sink into themselves, not the sunken place, because we don't want to go there, but to sink into themselves and, um, and just kind of be for a minute, think, I don't know, <clears throat> reflect, and feel that like they have a faster route to a resolve, whatever it is that they're dealing with. That's something I'm passionate about. I did Airbnb. I didn't even know that it was called house hacking. I just did it because I wanted to make money. And I knew that I could manage and create an environment that people would like absolutely love. And I stayed booked because of that same things so the direction that I'm that I'm going into and the things that I pick up and do along the way all center around this this strong desire to create an environment for people um that that heals them eventually um but yeah that caters to their needs whatever their need is in the moment and so I it's so funny but I yeah I I seem I've seen the different projects that I picked up along the way doing that for people and and it just kind of perpetuates that um, that direction for me. So, I still thank you for sharing that because uh, that's really dope. Like, yeah, you help people heal. Um, I think that's dope, um, and that you do it in the fastest route possible via real estate or music or being a friend like you are to me. I appreciate you, but when you be trying to call me out on my crap, okay. Um, so. <laughs> And my last question, Amara, is if people get nothing else from this podcast, what would you like them to leave with? 
what would I like them to lead with? Honestly, if you have never felt like you have had a grasp on um, the idea of purpose, or if you feel like you have never had the courage to identify that for yourself, I am the perfect person to be listening to, um, <clears throat> or this is like the perfect episode for you to listen to because that was me. And I know that I'm an artist. And so I talk in like, you know, flowery words and things and whatever. And, you know, there are people like one of my best friends who's just very more practical, very, you know, just not like that. Um, but I would just say that regardless of how you think about things, I hope that you take away from this episode two things, or maybe three. One, <clears throat> that you have the, the power, literally, you have, like, you have the power to direct your life, even today. Like, even if you are, you know, you're poverty stricken and you're like, I don't know where my next dollar is going to come from. Guess what? Like, you still have the power to direct your life. You do. And how that happens obviously comes with, you know, motivation, ambition, and the ability to find, to be resourceful and find <clears throat> avenues to increase your income or whatever to get to where you need to get to. But you have the power to direct your life. You will always have the power. And the second thing that I'll say is that, you know, you, I hope that you, by listening to this episode, embrace the idea that, as we've always known, life is a journey. <clears throat> but most importantly, um, that journey is for you. It, it, it's not necessarily just for others. Like, it is for you to discover yourself. It is for you to make mistakes. It is for you to realize what you love and what you don't love in a lot of things, what you like and what you don't like, your preferences, and 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 then have the courage to, like, stick to those and not be pressured by other people's preferences and other people's opinions and other people's offenses um, to, I guess, hone out your identity, but also to realize that your identity is, is fluid and that's okay, you know? <clears throat> and with that comes exploration and, and tapping into all, all that life has to offer. Like, I just don't want anyone to be stuck um, and paralyzed by, I have to make money. And not even seeing it like I have to make money as like, I have to make money so I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to do all these amazing things. But like, I have to make money so I can't do anything fun. You know, I just, I just don't want anyone to ever think that. And it's hard. You know, people are in different situations. But if you believe that you have the power to direct your life, you won't allow yourself to be paralyzed by that thought. So that's just, yeah. Thank you, Amara Aji, for being here with me. Thank you for closing it out. Um, I'm really excited to publish this last episode of this season. And thank you to you all um, for listening for the whole first season of the Purpose Podcast. Please don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Um, and we will see you all in February. We are taking a break um, to do some of those things that we're talking about, to do research, to figure out how to do it better. And we will be back in February with a brand new set of people. 
and a brand new set of questions. So we will see you all in February. Bye. Not many more twists and turns before I find the road. And I've been hoping for sunrise.